now for the incredible, amazing, stupendous, death-defying radio show, Morning Mayhem with Rob and Brian. Good morning. This is the Morning Mayhem Show with Rob and Brian, and we are so glad to be here with you this morning as, you know, several counties in our listening area are back to school already, if you can't believe that. I Uh, can't believe that. Is it really near the end of summer already? Is that even possible? I mean, we've got several counties already back. Marshall uh, County is not going back till Thursday of this week, so they, they got an extra week, but McCracken is back, I believe. Callaway's back. I believe Graves is back. So many of our listeners this morning getting up and heading to school, if you can believe it. That is just crazy. Well, hopefully you will take the morning mayhem with you. Wherever you go, you should always take the morning mayhem with you. Not that we're advising to sneak headphones into school and listen during class. That's not what we're advising. We're just saying. You should we're advising that you put us in your backpack and then stuff us in your locker. There, there you go. Or <laughs> or listen to the podcast when you're not, not during school hours. Just go yeah, I don't know, if, I don't know if a lot of people know that. Yeah, you can actually go and download um, our, our show, a week of our show on iTunes. It's there in the podcast section, and we would love for you to do that. Yeah, no, it is. There is it is delayed several weeks. So um, right now, you'd be downloading like, you know, May or June, which would be kind of weird. But, you know, it's still funny. It's very outdated. <laughs> well, most of the time it's funny, except yeah. when you start talking, typically. Then, the, then it gets funnier. <laughs> right, yeah. But listen, before you head to school, you, there's something really important you got to do today. I mean, today is, you know, there's certain national holidays that you celebrate, and there's certain certain national yes. holidays that you're just obligated to do something, you know, like, okay, like Veterans Day, you're obligated to, right. like, you know, go out right. of your way to, to, you know, honor veterans, you know, 4th yes. of July, you're obligated yes. to go to a fireworks show. Well, today yes. <laughs> you're absolutely obligated to sneak some zucchini onto your neighbor's porch. I'm... <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. You're obligated to sneak zucchini onto your neighbor's porch. Yes, because today is sneak zucchini onto your neighbor's porch day. Actually, straight What? Up, what is if, that? As if that wasn't weird enough, I'm saying it wrong. It's actually sneak some zucchini into your neighbor's porch, which would indicate <laughs> that you actually have to enter their house. Like they have an enclosed porch. Wow. Yeah. 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 That would be breaking and entering. I believe that's the technical term for it. So we had a neighbor years ago who used to uh, have a a garden and we would sometimes walk out the front door and there'd be a little Walmart sack full of squash sitting on our porch, you know, and he would just gross. Why was he being so mean to you? (laughs) Hey, fried squash is pretty good. So, um, you know, I guess that's the idea is like share from your garden. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I just think if somebody looks out, like if you do this first thing in the morning, if you're sneaking it out there or late at night, or somebody's there. going to be watch you like coming up to their door 
with a large, you know, cylindrical object, they're going to think that you're coming to break into their house. <laughs> no, it's just a zucchini. I promise, officer. It's right, exactly. And then you're going to get hit with a bat by somebody who thinks you're trying to break into their house with a zucchini. There you go. So maybe <laughs> should, maybe you shouldn't. Maybe maybe sit this one out. I don't know. This, <laughs> this is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture here on Monday, August 8th, and it comes out of Romans chapter 5, verse 8. It says this, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. I think the key word in that verse right there is still. While we yeah. were still sinners, Christ died for us. So, I mean, you can imagine that, like, somebody, you know, would give their life up for somebody else. I mean, this scenario has happened before, right? You know, somebody pushes Absolutely. somebody out of the way of a speeding car. Uh, you know, somebody, a soldier, you know, goes in, you know, dies for, so his platoon can live or, you know, his division, whatever. But this is a scenario in which we were rebellious to God. We were his enemies. This is a person dying for their enemies in order that their enemies might know their love and be reconciled to them. Jesus didn't wait for us to get the picture. He didn't wait for us to say, you are Lord, you are wonderful, we will serve you with our whole lives, and then die for us. No, no. Well, we were yelling, crucify him, kill him, we hate you. You know, he says, I will die for them. I will die for them. They're spitting my face. They're beating me. They're, they, they're hating me. There's, there's very little hope that they're ever going to get it, but I'll die for them. That's the kind of love that Jesus had for us. You know, and I, I honestly think that love is regardless of whether or not we responded. Even if no one had responded to his love, I think Jesus still would have died because that's how great his love for us is, is that he loves us so much. He was willing to do anything, whatever the cost, just to create the hope, just to create the chance that he could be with us for eternity. How can you deny that love? Don't deny it. Don't deny it. Today, may you grab hold of that love, grab hold of that Lord of your life, Jesus, and just just give yourself to him completely. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. We got a great story this morning about Ryan Stevenson. There once was a man named Ryan Stevenson. He... <laughs> He said it was Isn't a great he story. still around? I mean, he's yeah. still alive, yeah, oh, isn't sure, he? Yeah. But there <laughs> okay. once was a man named Ryan Stevenson that got signed to Tooth and Nail Records, but his music went nowhere. So he quit making music and got a job as an EMT where he worked faithfully for like seven or nine or eight years, a bunch of Is years. Is that for real? And then suddenly got a record deal from Toby Mac with Goatee Records. And this time. His single, Eye of the Storm, featuring Gabriel, makes it to number one on the Christian music charts for four weeks in a row, culminating with the release of a music video to that song. That's Told you it was crazy. A great story. Yeah. Is that for real? That is for real. Is that he really was, happened? Yes. Is that how it happened? He I was, didn't know yes, that. Yes, he was on Tooth and Nail in like 2007. And his music just wow. didn't, didn't go anywhere. And he kind of, he like gave up. You know, he's like, oh, I guess I'll just go back to being an EMT, which is a great, like, nothing, no shame sure, in that. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, just doing that, you know, doing life, uh, taking care well, of the Well, you know, it's kind of a weird um, record label for him to be on because he's not, like, typically tooth and nail, that's a pretty hardcore um 
uh, label. You know what I mean? You get some heavy rock bands and stuff like that on there. Yes, it did not seem like the right fit for him. Right, um, right, so. right, right. And he may have actually been on BEC, which is another oh, part okay. of Tooth and Nail. I'm not oh, okay, really I sure. Gotcha. He was in the Tooth and Nail family. Um, yeah. But he got kicked out of the family and... <laughs> he now, got booted out. And now he's in the Goatee family. And now, I mean, man, number one song in the nation... Um, four weeks in a row on contemporary charts. So, you know, and, and, but new music video out for Eye of the Storm, which that song has, it, you know, I think part of the reason the song Touch Wheels, I think, you know, knowing he's an EMT and he's talking about tragedy yeah. in that song. You know, oh, yeah. Disease yeah, takes absolutely. your child. I mean, just terrible things. What do you do when the awful things happen? Well, right. Oh, yeah. You, know, you keep yeah. your eyes And that's out. something that everybody can identify with. Absolutely. So, you know, super cool. Check out the music video. It's on YouTube. It's all over the place. We'll see if we can't throw it up on our Facebook page. But um, Ryan Stevenson, and that is the end of that story. Well, it's not the end because, like Rob said, he's still around. I mean, <laughs> it's the end of the story. Not like the Yikes. end of the story. It's the end of this chapter of this story. Right, right. We right. got that. Right, not the end. He's, he's fine. He's, he's, still fine. Alive. He's, he's fine. He's fine. He's still healthy. okay. He's okay. <laughs> Ryan Stevenson is fine. This is Morning Mayhem. This is the morning mayhem, and Brian, we've got this story this morning. You know, we've had you oftentimes find these weird stories that happen at Walmart. I don't know yes. why Walmart attracts weird stories, but it's it does seem to place, be the case. Man. Walmart's a weird place. <laughs> yeah, it is a weird place when you can be buying, you know, breakfast cereal and then underwear and then deodorant and, and then a Blu-ray a player. Lawnmower. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And get the best well, price on. Yes, yes exactly. Um, well, in uh, in Wayne, West Virginia, um, there was a, a car outside, and unfortunately, the car actually drove right into Walmart, which is always a really scary thing. And you'll oftentimes you can see those videos. Like if you look that up on YouTube or wherever, man, you can find all kinds of. Um, uh, videos of that happening where these you know cars come rushing into the buildings and yeah. people are diving out of the way or whatever. Just because somebody, somebody didn't want to have to get a shopping cart out of the little cart cozy. They right. just wanted to or drive right in. Or didn't fully understand what it meant right to have a drive through Right, right? yes. <laughs> well, this time it happened, it was actually a really slow impact. So much so that it didn't break anything at all. <laughs> However, the one unique thing was that there was no human driving the car. Oh, was it a Google but, car? Was it a Google? Tell me it was a Google car. No, it was not a Google car. It was a car driven by two small dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like in the movies where one's doing the gas and the other's on the steering wheel? <laughs> That's exactly how I imagined it happening, right? So one is... So seriously... These two dogs were got left in the car by an elderly woman, and she left the car running because, you know, you can't leave a do like two dogs in a hot car. So she left the car running with air conditioning on, and the two <laughs> little dogs managed to shift the car into drive and then drive it into the Walmart. Apparently, they were getting a little tired of being left in the car. I but would say like, so. So one of them is like the both. One is a Chihuahua, and the other one is like like a, like a little Schnauzer or something like that. They're tiny dogs, so I don't oh know how they goodness. made this happen. 
but it is pretty awesome. Luckily, nobody was hurt because the car was moving so slowly, but I can only imagine like watching this car drive and being like, who's doing this? And look in the window to see like a <laughs> chihuahua at the steering wheel. <laughs> what a wonderful world we live in. It's full of mayhem. And this is the morning mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. You're listening to 89.7 Elevate FM, broadcasting from the big city of Hardin, Kentucky, to Murray, Benton, Mayfield, all places around and in between. And we have got your daily dose of God's word for you this morning from Romans 5.8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died to take away our sin. This is one of those profound scriptures, and I think... Like, oftentimes when I talk about uh, God's love, this is one of the scriptures that I use because I think it's so profound. Because we all understand the concept of dying for somebody that we love. That is, that's not a particularly difficult thing to understand. It's a very common theme in, you know, books and movies and whatever like that. It's just a normal thing you hear. It's still an amazing thing. Like, it's, it's honestly, it's, it's hard to even imagine having to sacrifice your own life, but it's something that we see in culture pretty commonly. But the thing to me that stands out in this is the while we were still sinners, while we were still enemies of God, while we were still the ones like as Jesus is on the way to the cross, while the people were spitting on him, mocking him actively, he was choosing to die for those very same people. And that's to me what stands out about this is that it's not that we deserved it. It's not that we've done anything at all in order to be deserving of this uh, amazing love that he's offering to us. In fact, quite the opposite. We're sinners. We're broken. We actively live in, um, in opposition to God. And yet, and yet, in spite of that, Christ still died for us that even when I was living in opposition to him he was willing to lay his life on a cross for me and he does the same thing for you and to me that is the message of the gospel that is the good news that God has given us today may you be blessed by that this is the morning mayhem on Elevate FM this is the morning mayhem and Brian you know oftentimes, like I, I've seen and heard people talk about, you know, you talk about your bucket list and sometimes you talk about like really serious things like, you know, what kind of things do you want to do before you die? You want right. to, you know, walk your daughter down the aisle. You want, I don't know. Um, skydive. Um, sky, skydive. Travel to Paris with your spouse. You want to climb you know, all Mount these Everest. Kind of yeah. <laughs> Simple that's things. The one you, that's the one you do when you want <laughs> When to you're die, ready to though, go. I that's think. right. <laughs> yeah, because you actually have to, like, there's so many people have died on the way up to Mount Everest, and they can't yes. bring the bodies down. You actually have to climb over frozen cadavers to get to that's the peak. That's just gross, man. That's so, I don't, I don't even understand that. I have, I, I don't get it at all. But anyways, so one of the things that sometimes you'll see people say is, like, I would love to swim in a pool of jello. Like if you like you've heard people say that kind of stuff before, right? Like No, I've I've actually never heard anyone say that. I do remember seeing a movie where they did that, but I've never Yeah, that was in um one of the Pink uh, Panther what? movies, the old Pink Panther movies. Oh really? Okay. I was thinking about um what's that one with Robin Williams when he's the like the doctor, the Patch um, Adams. 
Yes, Patch Adams. Yes, they do that for somebody yeah. in Patch Adams. Well, um, I have something equally interesting to that because it would be kind of cool. This is not one that I've ever thought of, but swimming in a pool of uh, rainbow sprinkles. What? And that can be achieved. Apparently, what? right now, right now, there is, listen to this, and this is fantastic. There is a museum of ice cream. It's oh. a temporary museum that has popped up of in course, New York. Of course, because it'll melt. <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. I'm glad you understand this. <laughs> so anyways, this Museum of Ice Cream has opened up. And um, I really, honestly, I'm reading the article and I don't even really understand it at all. But one of the things that they have, the real important thing to me, is that they have a giant pool that is filled with rainbow sprinkles and you can go swimming in so, it. So this is like one of those ball pits at Chuck E. Cheese, except instead it's actual Yeah, it's kind of what it looks like. Yeah, gonna, it's unbelievable. That are going to get all like sticky from people sweat and you're going to get out and they're going to be all disgusting. stuck to you. <laughs> it's yes, going to be gross. There, there's some part of it that sounds really cool and there's another part of it that just sounds gross. And there's going to be the one guy that's sitting in there just eating them and you're like, right, yeah, everybody no, yeah, has then, bathed in So these. apparently, you know, you get your ice cream and then you go over to the giant pit and just scoop them up onto your ice cream. <laughs> oh, oh that's I'm just disgusting. joking, but that would be oh. so gross. I can't even imagine it. But if that seems to be a dream of yours and you're somewhere in the neighborhood of New York, you might want to swing by the Museum of Ice Cream and take a dip in their rainbow sprinkle pool. Sounds like fun to me. No this double dipping, though. <laughs> This is the Morning Mayhem Show, and we are so glad that you're along with us this morning as you get ready to head out the door to go to school, go to work. I imagine the kids go that are to in the school. Hey, Rob, the kids that are in school are already back in school. Now, the ones heading to the Olympics, if they're not in Rio by now, they're probably <laughs> late. Yes, they are a little late. Yes, that's right. Speaking of the Olympics, did you hear that the U.S. men's basketball team does not have to stay in the dorms with the other Olympic what athletes. What is that all about? Instead, I can't they get to stay out. on cruise ships. Yes, yes. I, I can't figure out, I can't wrap my head around whether or not they're, they're really serious about that or not. <laughs> because it sounds like such a made-up headline that it, it just doesn't even seem real. Well, I think there are a lot of headlines coming out of the Rio Olympics that don't seem oh, real. Oh my goodness. I know. <laughs> you know, you read all this craziness about the Olympics and it kind of like, I go back and forth between believing it and thinking the media is just trying to build this, the ridiculousness of all of this up so much, well, you, you know, know, just to get yeah. a story. It's like Rio thought this was going to be this glorious moment in the sun and instead they're coming out with this massive black eye. <laughs> right, know? right. Well, anyway, uh, we do have some things to celebrate today as you're getting ready to do whatever it is you're going to do. And uh, one of those things is, if you were listening earlier this morning, you might have already heard us talk about this. Today is actually <laughs> sneak a zucchini into your a neighbor's zucchini. porch day. Yes. So, listen, there's only a couple ways this works. It, it, you, first of all, you have to grow zucchini. I don't know anybody that grows their own zucchini. Like squash, my neighbor, yes, but... my neighbor, literally, I'm not even playing. My neighbor literally grows zucchinis and gave me one just the other day. And I'm telling you, it's like the size of a baseball bat. <laughs> it's enormous. Well, I don't I even know what I'm going to do with it. I don't think that zucchinis are especially popular in the south. I think they're more popular in the north. I think down here people tend to do squash. But, right. you know, 
for those of you who do grow zucchini, that's qualification number one. Qualification number two <laughs> is that you have to have a neighbor with a covered and closed-in porch because it doesn't yes. say sneak it onto their porch; it's sneak it into their in. porch. In. Yes. Like you have to enter. Right, enter. So third, you also have to have a neighbor who's not going to have you arrested. So if you meet and, those yeah, qualifications. Don't don't do it in the dark of night wearing black, holding the zucchini over your shoulder like a bat. That's right. <laughs> so, so Like if I had mine, like if my neighbor came over into my porch holding the zucchini over her shoulder like a bat, there might have been some uh, negative consequences. <laughs> there to might that. have been I'm an altercation that could happen. <laughs> So basically, if you meet those qualifications, then you can bless the life of your neighbor with the zucchini. But if not, yes. don't even bother. <laughs> forget it. Yeah, just forget it. I mean, you know, it's nice. You know, leave a bag of squash, some potatoes on the porch, hanging on the doorknob. This is a little different. You got to take it into the porch, and it has to be zucchini. All right? And it has to be a zucchini. <laughs> or else don't bother. You know? And it's and you can't it can't be a zucchini product. You can't be zucchini bread or it's got to actually oh, be a zucchini. Oh, yes, a zucchini, a full zucchini. Yes, that's right. Make it happen. And it, and actually, technically, it needs to be a zucchini. It's not some zucchini. It's not zucchini. It's, it's a zucchini. zucchini. <laughs> One zucchini. <laughs> this is morning mayhem. <laughs> All right, there's um, some issues that China has to deal with that we don't have to deal with as much here, except for maybe in some larger cities. One of those deals is that China has a lot of people, like a, a lot of people. A lot, like a lot of people. Yeah, like more than 10, but less than 10 billion. <laughs> okay, somewhere in the middle. Just barely. Right. They they, they have a lot of issues with, um, especially transportation and congestion in their cities. Yeah. And, you know, they've been working very hard to come up with ideas and how they could, you know, make it easier. Apparently, it's notorious in China for the just roads to just be packed and oh, in terrible sure. congestion. And so one of the ideas that was come up with several years ago is that they would create this giant, this ginormous would be the technical term, bus. Yes. <laughs> that actually straddled the lanes of traffic and the cars could drive underneath it. What? Yeah. So like it would drive over the traffic? Yes. So basically And the cars would could go underneath it? Yes. Yeah, so it's basically like <laughs> it's like a it's like it looks like an overpass that drives down yeah. the road. What in the world? That's crazy. So just this last week, China Chinese officials um, brought out the proof of concept vehicle. And um, wow. it's called the Transit. So yeah, it's called the Transit Elevated Bus or the TEB. Wow. And so they're like, this is not like, like theory. Like they've actually now built one. They they built a proof of concept. Um, it only yeah. they only drove at three hundred meters in a straight line, so it's not like yeah. you know like right. the, the turns right, right, is right. what's really got people wondering. Like, how is this thing going to turn, or or will well, it? Well, yeah, because when it turns, how how if there's traffic underneath it, how does that work? Exactly, and does you know like or does it just run in straight lines or what? Right. But, um, but this thing, it's it's on rails. You know, it's on that it's on rails. Um, it's uh. The thing will hold 300 passengers. It is, uh, it's 66 feet long, um, about, uh, it's, I'm having a current revert for meters here. It's about 24 feet wide. Okay. Um, and it's about 15 feet tall. 
Um, oh, wow. Okay. I think that's to the bottom. You know, then, it, then of course, it's to the bus above that. But it's crazy because, like, it's huge, and cars just drive underneath it, and it runs down the street. And it's, wow. like, super, super nice inside, like, really spacious inside. Yeah. So, you know, the thing is, like, a lot of people are skeptical that it's ever going to actually work. Um, it seems like there would be so many complications as to, like, how do you handle the traffic that's running underneath it? Because as long as you're going in a straight line and you're not going, like, through intersections and stuff, it's a piece of cake. But the moment that you introduce turns and the moment you introduce, like, uh, intersections, it seems like there would be lots of complications with that. Yes, and it, and it seems like it may actually make traffic more congested if they have to stop intersections for right. it to go through. Right, right, right. Well, but, it's really, it, that's really fascinating, though. That's really neat. Yeah, the whole idea, though, is that when there's a traffic jam, dude, it just keeps going. That's fantastic. So, I mean, that's what everybody would love. You know, even if this isn't the solution, maybe it brings us a step closer to the solution to mass transit problems that major cities all over the world are facing. So pretty interesting stuff. We'll throw it up on Facebook so you can take a look at this picture. It's pretty wacky seeing it in action. This is the Morning Mayhem. That's your tech news. Jeremy Camp is gearing up because he is super excited that he's going to get to be part of the new movie, I'm Not Ashamed. The Rachel Joy Scott story. I couldn't get the middle name there. Rachel Joy Scott. Uh, she is, if you don't know who she is, she was one of the students that was shot and killed for her faith at the Columbine High School yes, shooting. That's right. Um, that's right. Which is coming on nearly 20 years ago now. Yeah. And, that's um, crazy to think about. Yeah. And, and we know a, a lot about her story, about how they asked her if she you know, was a Christian and she said yes and, and then they shot her because of that because right. um, one of the people that was with her at the time who was also shot he actually survived and told yeah. the parents uh, told her parents what had happened and also she had been keeping a very detailed journey a journal about her faith journey that had been going on over the last few months and how she had yeah. dedicated herself to living for Christ no matter what the outcome and That's it's a pretty amazing really powerful story I've seen a preview um, uh, for the film I went to get to go oh, to a special really? showing of, of, of a different film and they showed a preview for that and it really it was a lot of it was shot in and around Nashville uh, some students from David Lipscomb University helped in the production of it um, wow. it's, it's a pretty neat thing but the the film looks really incredible and featuring music of Jeremy Camp and a number of other artists and it's it's coming out here in the next couple months it comes out in theaters in October oh wow that's awesome man it's that that whole thing that whole story is just so heartbreaking and i know anybody who lived through that time period can i really identify with that and hearing some of the stories that come out of that that whole event was just heartbreaking but also to hear her story was uh, just the little bits that i've heard of it have been really inspiring i hope they do a great job with this movie i'm really excited to see it Yep, so it'll be coming out in October, and you can check out the soundtrack and the information online for Jeremy Camp's part in it. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. Morning Mayhem with Robin Bryan starts right now. This is the Morning Mayhem with Rob and Brian right here on your favorite Christian radio station, Elevate FM. I know it's your favorite. I know. I know. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. That's why they're listening, Brian. That's right. You can you can do it. Listen, if you want to tattoo 89.7 Elevate FM across <laughs> you know, your forearm, 
and just yes. advertise for us. That's fine. It's cool. Across my right. giant bicep. That's right. If you want to, you know, get a um, vinyl sticker and attach it to the windshield of your car, I wouldn't do that because then you can't see. But you can put it on the back windshield <laughs> of your car, and that would be totally cool. Yes, too. don't cover your windshield. That yes. could be dangerous. I, you know, I see that more and more though. Like especially yes. on the, t- the top of the windshield, people oh putting yeah, 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 I've seen that websites too. and stuff, and I'm like, that is a terrible idea, man. Like, don't cover that's your windshield. A, yeah, that, that's a little dangerous because you're supposed to, you know, drive and see things. So yeah. Now, what I would do if like I could do something to my windshield like that, you know, you, people tint their windshields. I would like, yeah, I would tint it in the shape of sunglasses. <laughs> That would be awesome. I'd like to see that. So my, I'll help you with it, man. Let's do it. My car would look like it was wearing shades. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Today is a holiday, believe it or not, and it is one I am going to totally celebrate. And I have a feeling Rob is going to hate, but I don't know for sure. Because oh, generally, anything that involves a vegetable or something similar to a vegetable, <laughs> which is not technically a vegetable, but anything similar to a vegetable, um, even if it's in a delicious form, Rob cannot stand because he hates healthy things. And That's so That's true. That's very true. Like even if you cut a steak into the shape of broccoli, I don't know. I'm just not comfortable with that. <laughs> so today is near and dear to my heart. It's rice okay. pudding day. Rice pudding Gross day. That. I don't even know what that is. What? What is rice pudding? You know Why would what you that make is. rice no. into pudding? You know what that is, Rob. Because I used no, to No, I don't yes. know what that no, is. You do, because when I was 14, I worked at that Coney Island restaurant in Detroit. Yes. And you came in there and I and you ate rice pudding. I gave it to you. Why would I eat rice pudding? Because That's I disgusting. said you have to it try ruins this. Rice and pudding. I said you have to try this. It's <laughs> awesome. And you did. You and Dale did. And what did I think? You thought it was wonderful. It's disgusting. No. Why would you so, look r- rice? I like rice. I like brown rice. I like fried rice. I like rice. Period. I like pudding, chocolate pudding, <laughs> tapioca pudding, pistachio pudding. Like any pudding, that's great. But why okay, rice pudding? So, so rice pudding is almost identical to tapioca pudding. It's just better. Is it? Yes, it's very, very similar. The rice almost becomes like little tapiocas, except... Is it it's, sweet? T- yeah, tapioca has a little bit of a caramely taste to it, and this has more of a vanilla-y taste to it. Oh, well, it's, you it put still a little, sounds gross. little cinnamon on it, warm it up in it, the microwave. Oh, my no, goodness, it's awesome. No, and today is the day to celebrate that? Yes. Well, today is ruined. <laughs> That's the worst. This is more to mayhem. <laughs> This is the Morning Mayhem Show. I'm Brian. Rob is here as well. And we've got your daily dose of God's word for you coming from Ephesians 1.7. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Yeah, that word redemption, man, that that word just stands out to me like a, like a flag in the middle of that sentence. The word redemption is such a beautiful one because we are people that need to be redeemed. We are people who are are fully stuck in our own brokenness and our, our, our own misery and sinfulness and selfishness. And that is who we are. We we are, unfortunately, as humans, we, we're broken. And we, we, we have this sense of, of, of sinfulness and, and selfishness all about us. And it seems like we can never stop falling into sin. And yet, a God who is absolutely perfect, a God who has no fault, 
a God who is the definition of love, comes along and loves us so deeply that he allows his son to die for us that we might be brought near to him. So the God who is perfect and needs nothing sees us who need everything and are fully eternally broken and comes and brings us to himself. And, and that to me is an unbelievable story of God's love for his people, God's love for us, that we as people who are eternally broken are brought close to him. We are healed and fixed and redeemed through the blood of his perfect son. That is love. That is grace. And that is the beauty of following Jesus and being a Christian is that we wipe away all of that brokenness and all of that sin and are forgiven and brought near to our creator. That's a beautiful story. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. There are so many milestones that Christian artists have to go through. It's like, you know, the first time they get signed, the first time they play a big festival, the first time one of their singles, you know, hits the top 10, the first time one of them hits the number one, the first headlining tour. You know, there's all these. First time you hear yourself on the radio? First time you hear yourself on the radio. First time your song gets picked up to be used in a movie or a commercial. I mean, so many milestones along the way, you know, early on in their career, but none are bigger than the first time you're asked to come play at an amateur semi-pro baseball game <laughs> is, is that one of those moments i, I guess i didn't realize <laughs> yeah. that yeah that's one of those ones where like you know you're like whoa the local semi-pro team asked us to come play at their game <laughs> This is we've made it now. World rocking moment. Here we go. <laughs> Regardless, though, um, it can be kind of a neat thing when it's when it's a homecoming. So seventh time down, you know, they've got the song "God Is on the Move." It's been a huge hit for them. They are from Kentucky. Uh, they're kind of from the Lexington oh, that's area. That's awesome. So nice. just the other day, they actually got invited to come play. Um, as the featured artist for the Lexington Legends, which is a semi-pro baseball team. <laughs> you Faith all know the Lexington night. Legends. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think, you know, a lot of people do because uh, if they follow, like, UK basketball at all, like, sure. as soon as the players commit to the draft, like, immediately one of the first things they do since they can't return to play college ball is they get paid to come out and, like, throw the first pitch at one of the ball games, you know? Oh, nice. It's, it's I didn't realize a, that. kind of That's a tradition. Awesome. So, you know, but that's, I think, the only reason anybody knows about the Lexington Legends. But they, uh, so seventh time down, got to play there. I'm sure it was pretty cool. This is kind of like a homecoming of sorts for them. Oh man, that that I would I would imagine that is a very cool experience, especially in your hometown. Right, right. So like, I mean, I'm just trying to think of a comparable experience. You know, you and I both grew up <laughs> in Detroit, um, and I remember that Detroit had a used to have a, a like a professional indoor arena soccer team yes yes the, the neon the rockers. Oh, the rockers i was thinking about the neon they Do you remember the they, neon they had the neon too i guess they had two teams for a little while yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that dodge sponsored them <laughs> yes exactly to... yes no, yes before that it was the rockers so it would be kind of like if you and i got invited to come MC a Rockers game for all 25 people. Or maybe people just do the morning mayhem in the stadium. That I just imagine cool. the cheers of people. The people doing the wave as we do our um, I don't know. That would be cool. I don't except know they what used to play Tech in, news um, maybe? <laughs> they used to play in Kobo, which is not a arena anymore. 
Yes, so, yes, yeah, not so much. Yep. So anyway, <laughs> good way to go, seventh time down. We're we're proud for you. This is the Morning Mayhem show. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we've got man, I've got I don't know what it is about this last week, but I've found so many stories, like crazy stories about animals, and this one actually comes all the way from India. There was a couple who actually um, uh, had been on their honeymoon, and uh, and they were they were staying at a hotel in India. And one night, um, uh, the the woman woke up in the middle of the night and felt something on the bed moving, oh, and no. she was no, like, this "What?" This is not another giant snake story. Please tell me this okay. is not another giant snake. Not story. a snake. Not a snake. She wakes up. Sits up in bed and comes face to face with a leopard. Whoa! A leopard. That's she said worse than they, a snake. She freaked out. She said to her horror, she saw felt something moving in bed, then saw that it was a leopard and immediately ran and hid inside the bathroom, which sounds like a good choice. Yeah. <laughs> but this somehow this leopard broke the window of their room and climbed in their room and then sat on their bed in the bed at 4 30 in the morning what is it with animals sneaking into people's bedrooms and sitting on their bed at four in the morning wait a minute you said this was a couple and she ran and hid in the bathroom what did the leopard eat the i guy? don't know the, the article doesn't <laughs> say anything about the guy i don't know if he's alive i don't know if he got eaten i don't know if he hid and cried under the sheets i don't know <laughs> The girl just took off though and hid inside the the um, the bathroom and apparently, um, eventually she she spent two hours in the bathroom hiding out and eventually apparently the leopard made its way out of the bedroom but they can't really figure out exactly what in the world happened and I don't know that it really matters other than to know that. It's a possibility that a leopard can break into your window and sit on your bed. Well, you know, I have heard of a cat burglar before, so I guess. Oh, my word. Why do you do this? It was such a good story. And then that? Really? That's where the turn must come from. How does it break a window quietly? I don't know. I can't sleep in comfort anymore because we had that story about like the 19-foot boa constrictor that somebody woke up that was sitting on the the footboard of their bed. I can't deal with this. No, No, I can't handle this anymore. No, la, 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 la. I'm not listening. (laughs) It just doesn't exist. Right. Yeah. We can't do this anymore. I can't sleep. I need an armed garbed by my bed all night long now thanks thanks leopard (laughs) this is the morning mayhem this is the morning mayhem and we have your daily dose of scripture for today here on august 9th tuesday and it comes out of ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 it says this in him we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of god's grace so this is the essence of the gospel the essence of the gospel is christ died for us to do what we couldn't do which was to receive forgiveness for our sins without christ we are helpless hopeless we cannot ever be right with God. So Christ died to make us right for God. He took the death, he took the punishment so that we can have the the, the blood of Christ and the redemption that comes through it. That the richest of God's grace, that his mercy will be poured out on us. So what does that look like? Well, there was a story years ago about a college professor who uh, basically said, hey, we're, here's the final. It's going to be one question out of something I've covered. So everybody's studying, studying, studying. They come into class. He said, define grace. 
well, people grab their papers, they start writing and writing, they're looking up verses, they're looking in their, you know, they're they're writing, you know, all these things that chapter and verse that Jesus said, and one guy just gets up, hands his paper in after like 30 seconds and walks out the door, and people are like, oh my goodness, that guy's going to fail. Well, when the grades came out, there was only one person that got an A. And it was that student who had gotten up, set down his paper, and walked out. And the teacher said, this is why I got an A. I said, define grace. And he said, grace is giving me an A when I deserve an F. And that's what grace is. Grace is favor that we cannot earn. Something that we completely do not deserve. And we don't deserve to be redeemed through Christ's blood. But he did it anyway. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have uh, more ridiculous animal news. We talked a little bit earlier about um, a couple in India who woke up in the middle of the night, 4.30 a.m. There's something moving on their bed to look up and see that there was a leopard on their bed. A leopard, Brian. A leopard on their bed. What's the big deal? Lots of people have cats. I I don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. So, I have this other story about a guy in California, okay? This guy in California was in bed in the middle of the night, again, in the middle of the Uh. night, sleeping, right? And he hears some noises in his house. He's a little concerned, so he gets out of bed thinking that maybe somebody's broken in, and indeed, somebody has broken in. So the man goes outside of his bedroom door, and he starts peeking down to see that there is a bear going through his garbage in his kitchen. In his kitchen! That's terrifying, Rob. Absolutely yes, terrifying. it is terrifying. And the reason and that I am the reason that I am not reacting in any type of fear or terror is because I'm completely desensitized to animals coming into your house <laughs> in the middle of the night at this point. We've had a boa constrictor, we've yes. had a leopard, we've had yes. I mean all these animals sneaking into the middle of the night. This is like like I'm in when I, I'm not kidding. When I was a kid, I slept next to a window and I I remember that in the zoo, a jaguar got out of the zoo, and for like two years, I was terrified that it was going to jump through my window and eat me while I was sleeping. (laughs) Terrified! That's a reality! It's a reality, Brian! So this guy wakes up, and there's a mama bear in his kitchen, and there's two baby bears as well. Oh, that's like the most dangerous situation. Yes! Yes, so the guy, he can see them. He breaks out his phone and he starts shooting video so you oh, literally can see what? the bear in his kitchen. And he starts filming the bear. Well, the bear hears him, sees him, and it's the mama bear and it charges up the stairs at him. <laughs> and he, he goes running into his bedroom and has to hold the bedroom door shut because the mama bear is literally outside of his door trying to get at him. That's going to work real well. You versus like a 400 pound bear. Oh you know, my goodness. In that situation, I've heard that what you're supposed to do is attack the cubs because the mom <laughs> will get mad and leave. <laughs> I don't think I know. I'm just kidding. Do. Don't ever do that. No, <laughs> you're supposed to actually it. You're supposed to like make yourself look really big, spread your arms out, open your coat up if you have it and yell and scream. Yeah. But to me, I just run. I think my tactic would be mostly wetting my pants and crying on the floor. That would be mostly what I would do. But there's literally, there's video of this. You can go on and see. It's it's really crazy. And again, what's with the animals coming into our homes in the middle of the night while we're trying to sleep? 
Do you think this it is just a conspiracy? Feel good. Do you think it's a conspiracy? <laughs> the animals I don't know are, what it they're is. fighting back to take back their habitats. I feel like it's just a matter of time before this happens to you or me. That's oh, what no. I feel like. It's gonna happen. Just wait. Just wait. Oh man, this is the morning mayhem on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. Rob and Brian here. Good morning. Hope you're having a great day. Whether you're headed to uh, work, school, you're probably at school already, probably at work already. That's all right. You can keep us on in the background, or you can turn us on on your computer or your smartphone. Just go to elevate.fm on your computer or the TuneIn Radio app on your smartphone. You can listen all day long wherever you are. We actually have listeners all over the world listening through the app. You know, and you can go onto iTunes and download our podcast. That's right. Search Morning Mayhem, and you can hear several weeks delayed, but you can hear the all the funny bits. None of the music, but you can hear all the funny bits right there on iTunes and your device. And uh, Rob, today is a day, I want to ask you, you know, we always talk about these holidays. Um, Have you ever been elected vice president of anything? I mean, like, (laughs) I know you haven't been vice president of the United States or anything, but like, uh, have you ever been vice president of a club or student council Uh, or company? I think that's uh, too much responsibility for me. So no, the answer is I've never been the elected, the vice president of anything ever. And thanks for pointing that out because uh, now I feel really bad about myself. I know you have have served as vice president of one thing. You've served as uh, vice president of, of your family. Yes, that's true. The presidentship of your wife, right? That's that's absolutely true. I definitely serve as vice president in my house, <laughs> and which, for good reason. Which is very similar, reason. very similar to the vice president of the U.S. You do nothing. <laughs> wow, well played. I've got to give it to you on that one. <laughs> what does he do? What does the vice president do other than sit nothing. around and wait for the, the president vice to president die? The president does nothing. They it's sit around such a cake job. and wait for the president to die. That's what they do. Yes. I don't even know where does the where does the vice president live? Do they just live in a normal house somewhere? <laughs> Or do they get to live in like in the basement of the White House? <laughs> Where seriously, does anybody know the answer to that? Where no, does the vice president live? There there is a home for the vice president, but our current vice president, I believe, does not live in it. He has his own Seriously? Home. Yes. Are you like are you for real? Like yes, you know this? I, I believe that's correct. I read an article. Is it about like it a once. gray house? Is <laughs> it the right. gray house? It's a gray house. <laughs> it's not yeah. quite white? Yeah, that's right. Um so the reason we talk about this is today is Vice President's Day. So it's a day to celebrate people who don't do anything. Yes. Well, <laughs> and, important. you know, and people that you don't remember at all. Like, nobody's going to remember the Vice President. No. So, like, the person who's just sitting around waiting in the wings for their boss to die. That person. I wonder today. how long Vice Presidents have been around. Do you know that? Like, I wonder, did George Washington have a Vice President? I don't know. Oh, man, we should have looked this up. <laughs> Boy, we sound ignorant. That's <laughs> because it's only because we are. That's Brian. true. That's true. <laughs> One quick look at Wikipedia could have resolved all of this. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this is Morning Mayhem. This is Morning Mayhem Tech News Edition. That is Tech T E C H, which stands for Transit Echo Canary. <laughs> Hype. Don't don't it's listen to this. It's all lies. Means, all of it, it is means lies. That canaries that, that do echoing location while they're Are in you transit. Done yet? Are, Are you hyping done now? Thanks. <laughs> okay.
Okay, so I have this weird, so we've had kind of an animal theme going on today. Like we've been talking about the the couple that woke up to a leopard in their bed. Yes. Another guy that woke up to three bears in his house. Yes. They were not in his bed, although that would make for a great uh, story, right? A, a nursery rhyme. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> I have a story about a guy named Bart Jansen, who is uh, a Dutch man, which um, he, I, I, so he had a cat named Orville. Okay. Sounds really cute. Yeah. Unfortunately, heartbreaking part of the story is Orville was killed by a car. Oh, so, um, sad. yes. Yeah. Really just sad, disappointing for him. Uh, Bart, uh, apparently froze Orville's body because he was trying to figure out what he wanted to That's do with him, strange. like whether or That's not he wanted. Weird. Yeah. It is kind of weird, right? Because he wasn't sure if he wanted to have him, um, uh, I don't know what the right, uh, stuffed is that the official right term? Yes, taxidermied. Yeah, but what is he, the right mounted, term there? Mounted, maybe. Yes, mounted. Yes, <laughs> okay. So he wasn't sure what he wanted to have done with the cat, and then it struck him. Um, the cat struck him. I thought something. it was dead. <laughs> yes, well, it was frozen. So no, so so he decided he got this great idea of what he wanted to do, and he wanted to put his cat to good use. And so what he did is he had the taxidermist do something very unusual, which was install a um, a drone inside the cat. <laughs> and so he I'm sorry. Had... Wait, 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 wait. I'm... <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say install a drone inside the cat? Yes, it's what I said. Like, as in, install a drone inside a cat. Like, just, just checking. I mean, by that, you mean install a drone inside a cat? Like, like... Because I thought I heard you say that he asked yeah. the guy to install a drone inside a cat, but that can't be right. He, he had each, you know, drones have the four, the four, the four spinning propellers, and so the arm of each propeller is actually each one of the legs of the cat. So they just spin round and round like 360 <laughs> degrees. So the cat looks like it's kind of like spread eagle, like laying out, and it looks like it's kind of like holding each one of the propellers. And he he made this, <laughs> he, they made this 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 cat copter. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> I can't talk. So okay. <laughs> He actually installed a yes. drone inside of a like, cat. And you're not kidding. This is not I a joke. Not playing with it. No, this is real life. And and it works. And there's video of it. And you have to see it. He calls it the <laughs> Orville Copter because his cat was named Orville. <laughs> and it is, it's unbelievable. I don't know what to think about it. I don't know whether to be like offended or to like, I don't know. So no, let me get this straight. He it, actually installed a drone inside a cat. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It I can't I can't explain it anymore to you. You just have to see it. The Orville Copter. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm laughing so hard. Yes. <laughs> well, that's your tech news for the day. I hope you enjoyed it. This is the morning mayhem. We have some news this morning about uh, a family situation for artist Aaron Schust. You may be aware that Aaron's uh, son, uh, Michael, his youngest son, was born with Down syndrome and several other health issues. Well, okay. 
Recently, Aaron posted online that they've just discovered that he also has epilepsy. And, oh, um, man. Yeah, they're asking for prayers. Um, they're yeah. asking for prayers for some kind of medication um, that doctors might discover that would treat this, or uh, even more than that, for, for just total healing from God. Um, but, yeah. you know, this is hard because... Um, you know, if you have been involved uh, with with anyone, a family who has a child with Down syndrome, um, those uh, children are are precious. I mean, they are they're absolutely precious, um, and it's it's really hard for the parents, and then to have other health problems on top of that. Um, you know, it's just, it's really difficult. And I know you can sympathize. Um, so our hearts go out to Aaron Schuess that they're dealing with not only one set of health problems, but now another very severe set of Absolutely. health problems uh, yeah. for their youngest son. Yeah, definitely prayers for them and prayers for him. So if you want to uh, pray for Aaron, you can do that. We also uh, you know, would encourage you to jump on his Facebook page or Twitter and shoot a line of encouragement to them. Absolutely. Let them know what the music has meant to you and, and let them know that you're praying for Michael. This is the Morning sure. Mayhem Show. Good morning. It's early and you should still be sleeping. But if you have to be up, then at least you should get to hear great radio. Or you could just listen to these guys. It's Morning Mayhem with Robin Bryan. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. Good morning. Don't get out of bed. Whatever you do, do not just stay right there in bed. If you're out of bed already, you need to turn around, get back in the bed because this is a day Rob can really get behind. Today is National Lazy Day. Oh, what a great day. If I had known it was coming, I wouldn't have even come in this morning. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure about that. There's days you don't come in when it's not Lazy Day. Lazy Day. That's so fantastic. So if you get out of bed, you can get out of bed only if you're going to get into your lazy boy. Wow. Yeah. Lazy bed to lazy boy. That seems like a logical move right there. I mean, if you have to get out of bed. Yes. But since it's lazy day, that transition should not take place any earlier than 930 or 10 in the morning. Oh, yeah. Not at all. Absolutely. And it should be made in slippers and a robe. Yeah. And possibly as late as one or two in the afternoon. Yes, I agree. Fully agree. Yes. Yes. Lazy day. I mean, this is the kind of day that is not good for the economy. It certainly is not good for your relationship with the loved ones in your life who are going to be ticked at you. But, you know, just so. So the question to me, Brian, is if you have a lazy day where you have absolutely no requirements of you, you have nothing on your honeydew list, right? Nothing that your wife wants you to do. You're you know, you have zero obligation to do anything at all. What do you do? Well, you do what all Americans would do in that situation. You watch TV. <laughs> Netflix. That's what I'm talking about. Binge watching. So That's why Netflix was created. So I have a DVR, and um, I don't have Netflix, but I have a DVR, and I record several shows, and I never watch them. Like, never, ever watch them. And I'm always thinking... Yeah. Maybe one of these days I'll get sick, but not sick enough to be miserable, just sick enough to stay home <laughs> so I can actually watch the shows I record. So it's like But then you're never sick. No, I'm never sick. <laughs> or if I am sick, I'm so sick that I 
immiserable. Don't want to do anything do other than sleep, right? right? So it's yeah. like my DVR is hard at work, so I can be lazy, but I don't have time to be lazy. Yeah, nobody who has time to be lazy. I don't have time to be lazy. I wish so, I did. That's I'd why, like to be lazy. That's right. That's why today is so important. So I aspire to be lazy. <laughs> Rob and I are taking the hit and coming to work this morning to inform you not to and to be lazy. Absolutely. By all means, stay home and be lazy today. This is Morning Mayhem. Good morning. It is Wednesday, August 10th, and we have your daily dose of scripture coming today out of Mark chapter 11, verse 25. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. This is a scary verse. This is a scary verse right here. Like, yeah. You know, if we withhold forgiveness from our brothers and sisters that are here, that are present, that we can see, that we're at, why would God forgive us? I mean, he did so much to make forgiveness happen, sending his son, his son dying, resurrecting him from the grave. And if we refuse to just walk across the aisle, walk down the street, walk next door, knock on the door and, you know, say, hey, I forgive you. What right do we have to claim the forgiveness of God? You know, now, I don't think this verse is saying if there's anyone who ever did anything wrong and you haven't actually gone and reconciled with them, then God, I don't think it's saying that. But if you're holding that that grudge in your heart and you know, you know, you need to let it go, you know, and you've got to do it. You have got to do it. You cannot experience the freedom God has offered you until you let that go. And I know personally I had a situation where I had to deal every single day with a person who had deeply, deeply hurt me. And I had to, I wanted to get out of the situation. I wanted to run away. But God held my feet to the fire and I had to stay in the situation and learn how to forgive that person. And forgiveness sometimes looks like not this, hey, the rest relationships restored, we're friends again. Sometimes it looks like this feeling of, I feel so sad for this person. I forgive them. I don't want harm to come from them. I want good to come. I want them to change. I want them to change. You know, they may have to go through hard times to get to that, but I want them to change for their own good so that their life can be better because they're awfully miserable living the way they're living. We need to forgive so that God will forgive us. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. I know of a little website called JesusFreakHideout.com. It's been around yes. for 20 years. Uh, in a few weeks, it'll be 20 great years. Great site. Great and site. they have uh, all kinds of great Christian music news on the site. And they also do awards every year. And they have just released their list of the 2016 recipients of the Jesus Freak Hideout Awards. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go over a few of these and see uh, if Rob agrees with their picks. Um, <laughs> right. Rob, Artist of the Year... They nominated Need to Breathe, Kevin Max, NF, oh, interesting. 21 Pilots, and Falling Up. Who do you think the winner was? Wow. Oh, so they've already they've chosen a winner already? Yes. Um, Man, it's kind of hard because 21 Pilots has achieved an incredible amount of success. Like, not just within the Christian market, but overall. Yeah, they're blowing um, up. They're everywhere right now. But as far far than the Christian market, man, I would kind of have to say need to breathe because they're kind of a crossover. They're very popular within the Christian market and very popular kind of outside of it. Um, man, I'm going to go. You're going to go with 21 pilots. They went with falling up. No way. Really? Totally random because I mean, I guess their new album. That's so weird. It's it's got critical acclaim, but like they're nowhere. Like they haven't done anything with it. Um, 
And that's I think it's so really, odd. Really odd that Kevin Max even made this list. Uh, yes. Male solo. They have very strange taste, though. I will say that. Uh, male solo artist of the year nominated Toby Mac, Kevin Max, Matt Kearney, Dave Crowder, and John Foreman. Winner was John Foreman. That's not uh, okay. A surprise. Yeah, no, not a uh, surprise there. Surprise might be that I don't think he did a lot of solo work this year, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Female solo artist of the year, Lauren Daigle won. Other nominees were no Holland, surprise. Nash, Blanca, and Sarah Groves. That's a great list. Lauren Daigle totally yeah. deserves that. MC of the year, uh, Crum, Jay Givens, Flame, Andy Minio, and NF. And Crum is who Play-Doh. Uh, Play-Doh used yeah. to be. He used yeah. to be Play-Doh, yeah. yeah. And they the NF won that. I think that's an easy an Yeah, easy that's win. an easy one, too. Yeah. New, new Artist of the Year, uh, Zealand Worship, Jay Givens, The Brilliance, Adelis, and Holland. Holland took that one. Nice. Album well of done, the Holland. Year, again, falling up, tops their list. Uh, wow. Very surprising. Uh, yeah, I don't. Me. I haven't even heard that album yet. Like, I haven't heard anything uh, of it I mean, at I all. I haven't heard any news about it. Anything? Yeah. Um, rock indie album of the year falling up. Acoustic indie pop falling up. Good album of the year. August Burns Red. Hip hop album Mansions by NF. Uh, nice. Pop pop rock album Twenty One Pilots. Oh, uh, there you go. Okay. It goes on. Um, so several several others, but uh, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Hey, my buddy uh, Josh Garrels won State of Independence Album of the Year. So okay, uh, all right, Josh Garrels too. So pretty cool. You can check out the whole list over at JesusFreakHideout.com. This is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we've got this story out about um, a guy who actually went parachuting here recently, skydiving. Um, I actually went skydiving about. Man, how long ago would it have been? Probably about nine years ago it was that I went skydiving. And it is amazing. Like, absolutely amazing. I know, like, it's a dangerous thing, but truly, like, if you're up for it, it's a fun, amazing thing to do. And um, so there's this guy named, his name is Luke Atkins. And uh, he apparently is one of the world's most elite skydivers. He's done tons of jumps, like over 18,000 jumps, which to me, you're just testing time and odds. You know what I mean? Like you're just pressing the odds of it. One time your parachute just not opening. That's what you're doing. Yes, yes. Well, he decided that he wanted to test the odds. And so he decided to parachute without a parachute. How he does, decided how, wait, to wait. skydive without a parachute. Like, how does that work? Do you hitch a ride on a cat copter as it goes by or something? <laughs> For those of you who don't know, a cat copter is a um, taxidermy-mounted cat that's mounted around oh, a drone, man. so it flies around like a, just, like a quadcopter. Just Google cat copter. <laughs> it's such a great story. Anyways... So he uh, apparently was convinced to do this jump where he jumps out of an airplane 25,000 feet up without a parachute, which is just, I can't even fathom because it was terrifying jumping out of an airplane with a parachute on my back, but to jump out without a parachute and it wasn't like in the middle of the air, he's going to put a parachute on. No, he literally jumps out with no parachute whatsoever, not planning on putting a parachute on. And he falls into a net that he has set up. It's this amazing what? stunt. Yes, he did this amazing, amazing stunt where he had on the ground, there were these four cranes 
that were uh, standing up and between the four cranes it had this netting between all of them and i think the netting was attached by like bungee cords or something like that but the guy literally <laughs> like, falls like he's falling like, at like some guy just went to the hardware store bought some bungee cords and hooked <laughs> <Yeah>. it up <laughs> I think it was a little more planned and scientific than that, but he jumps and a, I mean, the guy's falling at 120 miles an hour and at the very last second, he rolls over onto his back and lands safely in the middle of the net. And the video is just stunning. You've got to be I kidding can't me. Even no, How do you man, even... this happened. This already happened. He's done it. How do you even aim for the net? Like, how do you even make that I work? I don't know. And he said, apparently, the day in which they shot it, they had been planning this for quite a while, as you can imagine. Um, but the day that they did it, they said there was actually a fairly stiff wind that was blowing, too. And I'm no, like, I, no I, way. I can't, even, I, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't figure out how this even works. I, I, I'm going to have to go look this up online. Well, this is the Morning Mayhem Show. You're going to want to go look it up, too. You're listening to Elevate FM 89.7. This is the Morning Mayhem Show with Rob and Brian. It is Wednesday, August 10th, and we've got your daily dose from Mark 1125. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your Father in Heaven may forgive you of your sins. Yeah, I mean, this is a real call to action, and this is one of those things that I think, honestly, I think we oftentimes overlook is the idea that, man, if you want forgiveness, then you are obligated by God to grant forgiveness to others. And I think that we have a hard time with that sometimes. I mean, I think we, we struggle sometimes with... Um, with anger and with uh, gr- holding grudges against people and holding that kind of stuff against them without allowing um, without, without allowing God's healing forgiveness to happen in that relationship. And the fact is, is that's a sin. It, it, to hold anger against somebody and not grant forgiveness is actually a sin. It's, it's Forgiveness is something that has to happen. Um, and, and so this verse is kind of one of those things that kind of is a reminder of that. And God says, look, if you want to be forgiven of sins, then you have to be willing to forgive others. Um, and that can be a tough pill to swallow. That can be a really difficult one because I think a lot of us, when you think about your life, there's some people in your life that you may struggle to grant forgiveness to. And this, to me, is a great reminder of the fact that we are called to do that. It's part of our faith. It's part of our relationship with God. It's, he said, I have forgiven you of everything. And if I am forgiving you, then you have to turn that forgiveness back on the people around you, the people that have wronged you as well. And I am a person that needs forgiveness. And so are you. And so may each one of us grant forgiveness to the people around us. May we look to create peace and wholeness in the relationships that we have. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem. And, you know, technology is one of those things that is like it can be an enormous blessing, but it also can be a curse, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like so many different ways. Like like it can just be such a a great thing. One of the things that has kind of come into our culture and become kind of a, a mainstay is the GPS. And that has really yeah. changed the way that people drive. Really, it has. And, you know, you think about days before you had GPS where you had to, like, if you're going somewhere you didn't know, you would either have to break out an atlas or you would have to 
print maps off of line or like I remember even back in the day my dad actually had a, a, a software that we put on our computer that basically was a map of the United States and you would have to put in different CDs into the CD drive in order to pull up the maps of different parts of the country and all yes. that kind of stuff yes but GPS is has really evolved to a really a great thing but I, you know there are times when people struggle with GPS I don't know if you have this happen but sometimes when you're driving and I had just said we just went on a trip here recently and I remember driving and there was just one exit and I couldn't figure out whether or not I was supposed to get off or not you know what I mean like yeah. you're like am I supposed to get off at this exit or is it the next exit and it can be confusing yeah and you got that little tiny screen so like you want to see ahead like you could on a map but you can't because it's right. just showing you where you are right then yeah, right. I, I have a lot of issues with GPS. They're great. They're fantastic. They make life so easy in some ways. But, man, I enjoy driving a lot better with an Atlas. Yes, yes. Well, so apparently there is a woman in Vermont who is driving her car, and um, and she was trying to figure out exactly what her GPS was telling her. And her GPS suddenly said... To, to to turn around like she had obviously missed her her turn or whatever and so the woman apparently I don't know if she was like stunned or like shocked by this but she immediately turned when the GPS told her to turn around now the only problem was is that there was a telephone pole right next to the road and yeah. she didn't hit the telephone pole but what she did do is drove up the wires that were attached to the telephone poles. Yeah, you know those wires that have like the yellow, you know, like thing over them so you can see them? Yeah, she drove up She them? hit those wires and literally drove up the pole. And so there's this fantastic picture of this car like almost straight up driving up this pole. And I just thought that was hilarious, man, because I, I guarantee you I'm one bad turn from having the same thing happen to me. I actually knew a kid who drove into a lake, and he knew he was going to drive into the lake, but he's like, the GPS told me to turn there. And so he Get turned. Get out of here. Yeah, he turned. And he and, turned into the lake? drove into the lake. No, he did he not did. either. He did. He was a teenage kid. He did it. That is hilarious. That sounds straight out of a TV show. Well, here's... Look, if your GPS tells you to turn... You can look and make a decision for yourself first. You don't have to listen. They're not, you know, there. there's no consequence if you don't follow the GPS. Be careful out there, people. It's the Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem show on Elevate FM. It is Wednesday, August 10th. We mentioned earlier that there is a very special holiday today that you probably want to celebrate, yes. but you probably shouldn't. Um, because you might lose your job, you could uh, make everybody in your life mad at you. You won't be very productive. But it's a you know, you know, it, it's a holiday. It's a holy day. That's that, right. That, I mean, that's really what whole holiday is. You know what I mean? And yeah. so you know, it, maybe maybe this is part of your. Um, you know, maybe, well, I don't know that it's part of your faith walk. I don't know that we could really say <laughs> no, I don't, that, I don't I don't technically. There. Well, let's let yes. them know what it is. Today is National Lazy Day. That's so great. Man, yeah. I just wish I hadn't come in. If I could only be at home in my lazy boy right now. Well, truth be told, I don't have a lazy boy, but a couch oh, will do. I have a lazy boy, and I could totally yeah. go for, you know, I actually 
Went to bed really late last night. Got up really early this morning. I'm already feeling it now. So, I mean, I could totally go for yes. laying back in the lazy boy, closing my eyes, not caring when I wake up again and just relaxing. But the ultimate yes. in lazy to me is when I go out in my backyard and I lay down in the hammock with a glass of lemonade. That Whoa. is See, so I lazy. see that. See, I think there's a fine line between relaxing and lazy, and that doesn't seem lazy to me. Lazy to me is like eating cold pizza, you know. <laughs> because you're too lazy to get dressed. Sitting on breakfast. your lazy boy in your robe because you're too lazy to get dressed and you're too lazy to warm up the pizza. So That's you're saying lazy. that lazy pretty much describes your entire college career? Yeah, no, that's pretty much it. That pretty much sums it up. I tend to remember you sitting in your bed with the pizza. I didn't have a lazy boy. With the pizza just out of reach and asking the kid who was your roommate that was in the top bunk (laughs) to get off of his bed and hand you the pizza because it was just an inch or two out of reach. I didn't want to get out of bed. (laughs) And then when he said, no, why would I do that? You started singing. Make you a servant, make you like me. Which was kind of kind of yes. kind of a guilt trip there, man. Exactly. Well, if you can't guilt trip people into getting you pizza, I don't know what a guilt trip is for. Well, go I'm just ce- saying. Go celebrate Lazy Day however you best see fit. This is the Morning Mayhem show. A common theme for Rob and I on tech news is how some of this technology scares us. These companies are becoming <laughs> too involved in too many different fields and uh, planning to take over the world. And It's true. It's going to happen one day. The only thing that saves us from total world domination is the fact that there are like at least three of these companies competing, probably four competing against each other, which would be like Apple, Facebook, um, Google and then maybe Samsung or Microsoft in the mix too for sure, you know, trying sure. to achieve domination. Well, here's another story in that vein. Facebook has decided that software and the internet are not enough for them to own. They want oh, to dear. own hardware as well. And so they Oh, okay. They have start they have just um opened a massive 22,000 square foot hardware lab near its headquarters to handle the majority of Facebook's new hardware modeling, prototyping, and future analysis. Okay, so, here's where it gets even. I don't get. I don't understand. I don't understand. So they're 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 not. I, I was thinking that you were saying that they were going to build like actual products. You're not saying that. No, though. this is the the secret lab where the mad scientists come up with the crazy, you know, drones and and VR of how to steal our information more and <laughs> yeah and things uh, you know robots that can hunt people and things like yes, that. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, um, okay. And so uh, this is where they try and prove that they're smarter than everybody else by making crazier technology. And uh, as oh, if it's not ominous okay. enough that they're doing this, they've named the place Area 404. Like, site uh, not found. 404. Like, it's hidden. You're not going to find it. 404. I like it. That's yeah. pretty... Okay, That that's good. I like that part. Yeah. So, like, you've got your... What is it? Area... What's the one in Nevada? 51. 51. You got yeah. places like that. This is Area 404. 404. <laughs> yeah. That's nice, man. Yep. So, well, it'll be curious to see what they come up with. They are a monster right now, and I mean that in every 
form of that word. <laughs> well, this is going to be one of the highest tech labs in the world with all of the best equipment, tools, computer, uh, you know, stuff available. I'm looking at pictures. There are a few pictures of it, and you, I don't recognize a single tool on the workbench. There's a what looks like a cross between a laptop and an ultrasound machine. Um, something that looks <laughs> okay. like a subway car. I mean, it's just wow. Yeah, I mean, this is nuts. So it's like a Willy Wonka technology place, huh? That's right. That's right. This nice. is where the future will be built. <laughs> this is excellent. We've mentioned a couple times on here that Hillary Scott, the lead singer of Lady Antebellum, has come out with a gospel album. Yeah, and it dropped. That's right. Yeah, it dropped about a little over a week ago. It was July 29th. Um, if you haven't heard it yet, it's not really probably the music that we'll play here on Elevate. We do play in our sister station, Thrive 88.1. Um, the song "Thy Will," which was the lead single, is a powerful song. Uh, mm. That was the one she wrote in light of losing her grandfather and I believe a miscarriage and yes, going to see yes. God's will in it. And it is, right, a, man, it is a beautiful and powerful, powerful song. Uh, but in promoting the uh, in promoting the album, Hillary Scott has been everywhere. She's been all over TV and radio. Uh, she was on Good Morning America. She was um, on Sirius XM's The Message. Uh, live at Music Theater, Music City Theater, Cool Springs, uh, Lifeway in Franklin, Tennessee. Um, she was on Fox and Friends um, yesterday. Oh, awesome! Um, awesome, yeah. getting lots of exposure. She was on, at the CMA's Country Night to Rock with Lady Antebellum yesterday. Wow! I mean, she has been all over the place. So. Uh, if you have been waiting for this album, wait no longer. It's available. You can get it wherever you download music. You can get it in stores. Uh, really, I'm just telling you, uh, it's it's really, really good. Awesome. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. The sun is rising. The smell of fresh coffee and bacon floating through the air. The birds are singing sweetly in the trees. Only one thing could make this morning better. Morning Mayhem with Rob and Brian starting right now. Right now. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. It is Thursday, August 11th. And for those in Marshall County who had an extra week of summer break... It's time to go back to school this morning. So if you're up getting ready, you better. It's all over. That's right. It is It is over. I know that all the teachers listening are uh, going to uh, not be real happy to hear it, but it's true. Um, it is time for school to head back in. It is time uh, to get about learning and education and um, yes. all that wonderfully fun stuff that I know that everybody's looking forward to. It does remind yeah. me, though. You know, the, the truth is a lot of people are really excited about the beginning of the school year. You know, it's it's nice to start fresh, start anew. Teachers got their classrooms all ready to go. Students, hopefully you got uh, maybe a new pair of shoes or new outfit for the day. Hope you guys have a great day today. Right. You know, there are people that are excited about it. You know, principals. They like to torture <laughs> students, so they be excited. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I apologize kidding. to all the principals out there for Brian. I, I should say that we all need to remember that You the can last... text him and let him know at 270. Uh, no, 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 wait, 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 no, no, hang on. Hang on. 
Let me finish. I should say that I'm very aware, and we all should be aware, that the last three letters of Principal are pal. He's your is buddy. that true? Yes. Is it? I guess the other principle is the PLE, right? Right. That's like so the, something you believe in, though. This is okay. Principal. Listen, we went through this last week with spelling of, of episode, and you were obviously wrong episode. about how all those words were spelled. Whatever. You um, don't know what you're talking about. So we just need to uh, move on, I think. And today, of course, is the day yes. school's back. But it's also uh, you know, a day that I did not know existed. You know, We celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day and Grandparents' Day. Did you know that today yes, is Sons and yes. Daughters' Day? No, I did not. As so we're celebrating that worship band? <laughs> All sons, All and, sons daughters. and daughters? <laughs> no. Right? As a is kid, that what that is? I would always say, well, there's Mother's Day and Father's Day. What day is Kids Day? And my parents would say every other day of the year, you know? Um, but right, this nice. is actually Sons and Daughters Day. So what'd you get your kids August today, August 11th. <laughs> um, I got them a bed and clothes and food. That's nice. Because those are all gifts. They don't have to have them. Well, That's... except for food. They probably need food. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of your legal responsibility, too. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm legally obliged to, to provide those things. Yes. But still, it's still because you're such a it's benevolent all a gift. and caring father. That's right. <laughs> this is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM, Thursday, August 11th. Our daily dose comes from Psalm 103, verse 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. And that is just, as far as verses of encouragement, it can't get a whole lot better than that. To, to remember that our sins have been removed from us, our transgressions have been removed from us, as far as the east is from the west, there is no greater distance that you could describe than the east from the west, because those things never, I mean, they, they are eternally apart from each other. And I just think the, the verses to me that mean the most are these verses that paint such a beautiful picture. And to me, this is one of those verses, one of those verses that talks about my sin. And when we think about the, the things that we have done, the, the moments that we've had where we have um, fallen short, where we have sinned and we have been selfish and, and all of these things, and we think about that and we think about the burden and how that weighs on our soul. This is one of those verses that we need to be reminded of when we feel ourselves in those moments, when we have that moment of regret for the things that we've done, and we ask God for the forgiveness that we so desperately need. This verse is a reminder to us that God's forgiveness is one that removes our sin from us completely. It separates us so far from our sin that, that it can't even be seen any longer. Um, and, and to me, there is no greater encouragement. And I hope that you will provide this. If you have somebody that you know, whether it's yourself or whether it's somebody else, if you would take this scripture with you today, and share it with somebody who needs to know it. Share it with somebody who has has fallen short. Some share it with somebody who's struggling, who who is is trying to get themselves out um, of the sin and the, the the problems that they've created for themselves. Share this verse with them as encouragement of God's love for them. This is your morning mayhem on Elevate FM. 
There is a Christian band, Rob, who has got a second album, their second album coming out August 26th. It's a Christian rock band. They've collaborated with uh, Seth Mosley from the Newsboys, Christopher Stevens, who's worked with Toby Mac, and Ted T, who is from King Country, works with for King Country, and Mitch Dane, who works with Charles of Clay. Okay? Okay. This band has members Chad Matson, John Lowry, and Mike Gomez. Is it the Supertones? No. The OC Supertones. No, this is their second album ever. Oh, oh, okay. And and they're relatively recent. They're current. They're a current band. It's DC Talk. Unspoken. You were really close. Oh, oh, man. That was on the tip of my tongue. I was thinking DC. uh, The next thing I was going to say was Audio Adrenaline, which, you know, that's real close. Right. Yeah. So (laughs) it's hard to get. It's hard to guess, though, because, like, you know, you have years. I know you, Rob, whenever you've been in like a prayer circle and somebody's saying, I have an unspoken prayer request, you've spent a lot of time trying to guess what their prayer request is. You know? Oh, well, I thought that was what you were supposed to do. I thought you were supposed to start taking guesses out yeah. loud. And peppering the person with questions about it. Um, yes, exactly. So, you know, you're used to guessing on Unspoken's, but, you know, in this case, Absolutely. you didn't get it right. yes. But uh, anyway, Unspoken's got their second album coming out. And, of course, Unspoken had... Um, the big hit, Fighting the Good Fight, um, which we had sat down a while back with um, the co-author of that song, uh, Tyrus Morgan, and he shared us kind of the story behind it, how they wrote it. It's a real neat story uh, about how they were kind of um, really struggling with this idea of serving God even in the low moments, even in the down times, even in the times when you don't feel like, yeah. you know, you know, you kind of feel yep. where is the presence of God, and you keep fighting the good fight. And um, so, neat, neat group band, um, neat music, and they have got a new album coming out. I think that follow through. You know, I, I just find it a little confusing because there is another Christian band called Spoken. Yes. So there's Spoken and there's Unspoken, this and frankly, the, yes. I just feel like they should have a tour. And I don't know what the tour would be called, um, but. <laughs> <laughs> I think spoken and unspoken teaming up just sounds like it needs to happen, doesn't it? Yeah, the tour could be like to speak or not to speak. I don't know. Yes, yes, yes. I like it. So, that's probably a good idea. Let's make it happen. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have Olympic update. Today, we're going to be doing all kinds of Olympic news since we are right in it now. Um, The Olympics are happening, and uh, there's a Japanese Olympic gymnast named... Are you ready for me to try to pronounce a Japanese name? Kohi Uchimuri. Uchimura. That was dead on, I don't know why you were nervous about that at all. I mean, you just nailed it. A ten. I give. So, I give you a ten. A ten out of ten. I appreciate. It, appreciate. Oh, the medal. Russian judge only gave Silver. you a four. <laughs> so, anyways, he's still so upset he's traveled- that all his players got banned from the Olympics. The That's Russian right. Judge. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So he has traveled all the way to Brazil, like all the other um, gym, uh, all the other Olympus uh, Olympians have. And uh, while he was there, so you know, one of the things that has been like hugely, wildly popular is Pokemon Go, right? Right. Like it's been everywhere in the Back, news. It's, it's an Olympic event. They've, they've made it an Olympic <laughs> event, I believe. Nearly, it is nearly an Olympic event. That's true. Well, he is totally infatuated with this game, and so he's been playing it quite a bit. And then when he went to Rio. 
know he wanted to play as well because that's what he's doing right now. So, so he's been playing Pokemon Go ever since he's been in Brazil, only to find out that his data was not included in his plan when he went to Brazil oh, and has no. racked up a $5,000 phone bill playing oh, Pokemon no. Go. Oh, yes. wow. You know, I bet he's not the only one. Dude, I cannot believe Apparently, he said he thought that it was kind of like a flat rate for his overseas usage, but apparently that is not the case, and he racked up $5,000 phone bill. That is crazy. That is completely nuts. I, I Didn't you have something like that happen before? I mean, not with Pokemon Go, but with your phone bill. Didn't you have something like that happen once? I had a bill from the hospital when my son was born where they billed me for $5 billion. And I called and was like, I'm sorry. I'm not sure this is right. And they were like, they had gone to a new billing system. Do you system. have a payment plan? Yeah. They had gone to a new billing system and they'd messed up. And my name's at the beginning of the alphabet. They'd spit out the first 50 bills where they multiplied what you owed by your phone number. So, <laughs> yeah. which makes sense. Of course. I mean, why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> I still think it was just an attempt to bilk people out of money. I mean, that's they were hoping I would pay it. Yes, and, you know, yes. Hoping just, they would get the five billion out of you. You hear about these scams where people just they send a bill for like eighty bucks and you just pay it, you know, and don't check because it's not right. worth checking into. So they thought I would just pay the right. five billion, you know, and move on. Well, if you're visiting Rio, just a quick reminder that maybe just tuck the Pokemon Go away for a little while and focus on the Olympics that you've yes. traveled halfway around the world for. Go for the gold, everybody. This is the Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture today coming out of Psalm chapter 103, verse 12. It says this, As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. And of course, this verse has been um, captured in that beautiful song by Casting Crowns. You know, uh, how far is the east from the west from one scarred hand to the other? I mean, it, it is so amazing what Christ did to remove our sins. Uh, Audio Adrenaline said, that he put them on the ocean floor. You know, it's been said that he put them on the moon. That he, I mean, God has taken our sins so far away from us that, that we, we can never get them back. And yet, we continually try and go back to the cross and dig through the garbage of our sins and take it off the cross and carry the shame and guilt away with us, don't we? We walk around and we try and feel guilty and ashamed over the things that Christ has already forgiven us for. You are forgiven by God. Let go of the shame. Let go of the guilt. Live the life of freedom that Christ bought you to live. Praise God. Don't, don't plead with God and say, please, could you possibly forgive me? That diminishes what he's done. Admit your sins, confess your sins, ask for forgiveness, and then rejoice in the fact that you are forgiven. Trust his promises. Leave the guilt and the shame of the cross. God has taken your sins and has removed them completely. He's not holding on to them, ready to dump them back on you. He's removed them completely. They're gone. They were buried in the grave with Jesus Christ, and Christ came out of the grave, but he left the sins dead and buried, and your sins are dead and buried, and you're alive now to serve Christ. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. 
This is the Morning Mayhem Show with Rob and Brian. And if you're like me, you've been loving watching the Olympics. I... I don't know why. Dun, 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 Oh, you had to break out the theme, all right. Dun, 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 We should have, we should make an Olympic, like, news-like thing, like we do. Yes. Yeah, I think it'll be over before we get to it, but Stop it. The Summer Olympics go on forever. That needs to happen. It's true. They last until, like, October, don't they? Yes, they go forever. <laughs> well, anyway, the uh, Summer Olympics are on, and um, you may have noticed that uh, golf is part of the Olympics. I uh, I never realized it till this time yeah. around, but golf is actually an Olympic sport. And uh, the golf and channel, it's new, right? Isn't it a new? It's a new Olympic sport oh, too. Is, that might be why I've never noticed it before, because I've never. Yeah, realized I think it's that a brand new sport okay. this year. Okay, this so, year is the first year that it's ever been in the Olympics, I believe. So the Golf Channel did a exploration of the Olympic golf course, and um, it's kind of an upscale region on a lakefront. It's very picturesque. Sure. Okay. But they also noted yeah. that um, it's kind of overrun with wildlife. Um, so, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, what kind of wildlife you may ask? Well, you know, nothing major, sure. just sloths, boa constrictors, <laughs> monkeys, burrowing oh owls, snake. and 40 cababaras, which a cababara is the world's largest rodent that can weigh up to 150 pounds, 150 Whoa. pound rodent. And there's 40 of them. Wow, that and, is a little terrifying. In fact, they have a hard time with the course because the cababaras chew down the grass at night to the nub. So they're no they're, way. They're, That's they're, so crazy. They're actually keeping five animal handlers on the course at all times during gameplay to um, try and uh, you know make sure that these animals are off the course. They're also recommending that the golfers keep an eye out in the rough when they're in the rough where they step because of the boa constrictors. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Why do you have to bring a snake into this? Wow. So basically what you're telling me is this golf, the Olympic golfing is going to be more like golfing in a zoo yes. or golfing or like putt-putt golf, really, where you yes. have to like oh, avoid yes. the boa constrictor the, in the yes. middle of the course. That's exactly what it's yeah. going to be like. And yeah. um, Or like the snake comes up out of the hole and eats your ball and you like lose yes. a couple strokes or something like that. I think this explains why golf was invented in Scotland, where the biggest animal they have to worry about <laughs> is a sheep. <laughs> right, right. And you don't have to worry about those eating your face or right. like strangling you to death. <laughs> This is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem Show, Thursday, August 11th. And Rob and I are glad to be with you. Whatever you're doing today as we enter the month of August, you know, about a third of the way through it, before you know it, temperatures will start dipping. It's going to be fall. Then it'll be winter. Then it'll be spring. Then it'll be summer again. And the whole year will be gone before you know it. I mean, what is going on? It's already The whole next year is already gone. That's right. Might as well be starting summer again. That's right. Which is not a bad thing because summer is pretty awesome. But yeah, that's true. You know, I don't know. I, I would like if I had to skip, I would like to wait till about mid-October and then skip to mid-April. Mm, but yeah, I like see, I really though. enjoy winter time. I like to go skiing. I like those kind of things. I know, I know. I'm just saying, if I had to skip something, if you had to skip, yes, yeah, I that's see. that's I what see. I would skip. I mean, I although you know, 
July is pretty miserably hot, so maybe I would skip it is, that as well. It, it is. The end of July is just blazing. A blazing inferno is what it is. What I would really like to see happen is somebody to build like a 40,000 acre dome that is air conditioned <laughs> and heated. And in like the middle of October, I could just go live in the dome and it would be like in the, um, what was it? The Truman show it would be like artificial lights. Yeah, and you'd think yeah, you were outside yeah. and it, it would be like, exactly. it would be like springtime all. Don't they have some of those in Japan? Like I, well, they a have, they have ski resort covered by a dome. Oh, well, they have a beach. I know they have a ski resort covered by a dome. That's what I'm so, saying. Yeah. You're, that's what you're talking about. Yes. We can do that. So I could go live in that during the winter, and when I wanted to ski or sled, I could just go outside and do that, but yes. I could just spend most of my time in the dome. And then in I the could bubble. also live in it in July and August when it's so unbearably hot. Yes. There you go. Let's do it. I'm right. signed up. I got five bucks I'll put in right now. All right. That will get us one billionth <laughs> of the way there. Awesome. All right. Glad to help out. Yeah. So today, in case you're wondering, is a holiday. It's Sons and Daughters Day. If you uh, normally celebrate Father's Day, Mother's Day, Grandparents' Day, this is the day to celebrate your kiddos. And in all seriousness, there is you only got one chance. You only got one chance to raise your kids. So honor your children, uh, whether it's today or every day. You know, be present in their life. Be involved. Be a good parent. Maybe today will give you a reminder to do that if you're needing that reminder. Uh, let them know you love them. They need to know that. Let them know that God loves them. They need to know that. So today's your day to do that. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. You know, the sad truth, Rob, is that there are a lot of people out there, like my brother-in-law, who had an iPhone and it broke. And mm, he was sad, forced... Sad, story. He was forced... Uh, due to contractual stipulations and the costs and everything else to replace it with an Android phone. No! It's rough. Yeah, oh. it's, it's rough. It's rough. And there, wow. there, you know, there are a number of Android users out there who would much rather have an iPhone if they, you know, I just assume all of them would rather have an iPhone. Yeah. And so Apple, <laughs> Apple, in an attempt to soften the blow a little, has just released... Yes the full version of the um, Apple Music for Android. Oh, I accidentally signed up for that for about three months. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yes. I unintentionally signed up for it and was getting charged every month. And I realized that about after three months, I was like, what is this charge? <laughs> and you weren't even using it? <laughs> and I it? had never used it. No, yeah. I wasn't even using it. Well, I will say it's pretty. it was pretty annoying when it first came out. Every time you opened your music thing, it was like, do you want to do Apple Music? Yes. You're like, no. Like, it's free for Lay a month. Off. No, I don't want to use it. But, uh, for yes, those and I clearly do, accidentally said, yes, I wanted to do it for free for a month and signed up for like three months straight. Which is part of the strategy. So Yes. Um, so Apple uh, has uh, had it around for about 10 months in beta, but now it just hit the Google Play Store uh, as the 1.0 edition, uh, full edition. Um, it's got some features that have been missing for a long time, like the custom music equalizer, um, things like that. Um, so uh, now, you know, you, you can go to the Google Play Store, you can get it, and you can stream whatever music you want. Um, the uh, Android comes with a free three-month trial offer. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. So a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I just find it interesting that even people out that are using an Android phone would even want Apple Music, truthfully. But well, I guess if, like in your brother's situation, like he might, he could, if he was an Apple Music user. Right. Yeah. Especially if you switched phones, you already have the subscription, whatever, you know. But it's, you know, it's just like Pandora. It's just like any of those, you know. It's sure. Just, sure. Um, sure. You know, streaming music. So doesn't matter as much the hardware so anyway there's your tech news this is the morning mayhem show morning mayhem show here on elevate fm brian and rob here with you back in 1993 a very young brandon ebel took out a small loan from his grandfather and started a semi-indie label called tooth and nail that Record label has grown and um, it now includes uh, BEC, includes Solid State Records, included mm-hmm. for a while Uprock Records, uh, just a yeah, bunch of yeah. different hip hop labels. Um, yeah, a bunch of different labels over the years. And um, they, you know, take them. I don't think actually BEC is around anymore. I think it's just Solid State and Tooth and Nail now. But uh, okay. Jesus okay. Freak Hideout has done a, uh, a twenty top twenty tooth and nail and solid state artists. Um, according oh, to interesting. Account. And so I just want to run through some of these over the years. So tooth yeah, and nail, absolutely. I'm gonna run through these kind of quick here because there'll be ten of each. Tooth and okay. nail. MXPX, okay. Project eighty six, oh, Amberlin, Emery, mm-hmm. OC Supertones, Starflyer fifty nine, yep. Aaron Sprinkle. Showbread, The Classic Crime, and Thousand Foot Crutch. So that's a pretty strong no, list. No POD? Where's POD? POD did not ever was not ever on Tooth and Nail. Never. Were they? On, are you? Nope, sh- they were, I think they were. I don't believe so. They were on. Uh, they had their own record label, Snuff the Punk Records, and then they went to Atlantic. I believe. Solid State. Oh man, okay. All Living right. Sacrifice, Demon Hunter, Haste the Day, Norma Jean, X Toy, The Chariot, O Sleeper, The Ongoing Concept, Under Oath, Becoming and Becoming the Archetype. So a bunch of bands I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah, they're all out of that that the Solid State is their super hardcore yeah. band. So I, I've heard of a lot of those. I don't own a lot of that music, but uh yeah. They, and by the way, POD was on Tooth and Nail. I just looked it up what? while you were talking. Really? Yes. Well, yeah, they were on Tooth and Nail. I don't know how they, that. I don't know how they missed that, I man. Guess. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. there it is. You can get the full list over at JesusFreakHideout.com. Let us know on Facebook whether you agree or disagree with this list. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. Once in a generation, there will arise heroes who will inspire greatness in all of humanity. These are not those men, but they're all we got. Here are Robin Bryan. This is the Morning Mayhem Show, Friday, August 12th. Rob and Brian here on Elevate FM, and we are so glad you're with us this morning celebrating because today is a day Rob and I can get behind. Rob and I are both proud owners of record players and vinyl record collections, and today is Vinyl Record Day. 
That is awesome, man. I, you know, I, I have to say, I don't know that I would call it a collection, uh, but I do have four or five albums so far. I'm working on building my collection. Well, I have probably 12 or 15. I have um, some newer things like the, the, well, it's not new anymore, but it's the 20, it's a new, I just bought it, the 20 year re-release of Jesus Freak. Um, I have some John Rubin and some Grits, uh, some LA Symphony, which is older Christian hip hop. And then I've got some old school Michael W. Smith, Friends Are Friends Forever on vinyl, which is like the 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 best, by the way. I also have some old, I also have some old Petro where they have the, the album art is like guitars that have like the space uh, they look like spaceships i mean it's just fantastic <laughs> that's so, classic man yeah. so i mean i've got several and they're all ccm stuff and i'm i'm constantly looking to expand that collection i've been yes. thinking about buying the new yes. switch foot oh yeah you know what i was i was thinking that i was thinking that would be a good one to buy i was also thinking the new uh, need to breathe album would yes. be a great one to buy on vinyl as well yes that would be that would be awesome as well so i mean they're Today, if you if you don't get it, if you're like, listen, I threw all my vinyl away ten years ago. Here's the thing, right? A, a vinyl record actually is higher sound quality on a good record player. It's higher sound quality than a CD. Um, but more than that, yeah. it's just it takes you back to a different way to experiencing music. You know, um, well, you know, and I find I do find like in in that vein of thought, I do find that one of the things I miss about music that I used to love was the physical quality to music is the actual holding that like for us you know in our day and age it was mostly cds but holding that jewel case in your hand and looking through the artwork and looking through the lyrics and all of that and so there was kind of a physical tactile quality to listen to music back in back in the day you know when we were growing up and so to have the records is kind of like a throwback to that even though i didn't really grow up with records uh, that much um, but it's just a way to actually be able to have music in your hands is uh, is a really neat thing. Plus, it makes you look like an ultra cool hipster. <laughs> That's true too. It gives you some hipster cred. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem show Friday, August 12th with your daily dose from Romans 10 verses 9 through 10. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. And I think that this verse is, man, this is such an important verse to understanding what faith really looks like is, is a willingness and a desire to, to claim um, the, the life of Jesus and who he is, to be able to, to say out loud that Jesus is Lord. And when you say that, when you say Jesus is Lord, you're, you're proclaiming something. You're proclaiming more than just like that Jesus is God, but claiming him as Lord is, is claiming him as Lord of your life, of saying that, that he has rule over my life. Jesus is Lord, that he is your Lord, that he is claiming uh, like your life and that you put Jesus in, in charge of your life. And, and to be able to, to come out and declare that, that he is who he said he is, that, that he, God raised him for the dead, that is a beautiful, beautiful statement that is at the heart of faith of who you are when you make that choice and you believe in Christ and you proclaim that boldly before people, that is the moment. And that is part of our salvation is professing the name of Jesus, 
professing the faith that we have in him, professing that we know him and that he is our savior. And that is one of the most beautiful moments in the life of a Christian is proclaiming that boldly before our family, before your church, before your friends, before God himself. May you do that today. May that be something that we don't just do one time in our life, but may that be something that we proclaim daily with our words and the way that we live. This is The Morning Mayhem on Elevate FM. We have been covering Group One Crew through this year through a lot of ups and downs. Um, yeah, Manny sold all of his clothes online, which was a little interesting. But then he <laughs> lost his voice. Had to have he gold. did have clothes left though. Let's yes. just be clear, he didn't sell all of his clothes. Yes. Just. Some of them. <laughs> then he, um, of course, Blanca left the group, started her own solo career. She's doing great. Manny uh, yeah. had to have surgery on his voice. Didn't know if he would ever be able to sing or speak yeah. again. Then since crazy. then, has recorded a new album. It's out. Well, cool thing is the album, Power, dropped. And uh, it has just been really critically acclaimed uh, by the people who critically acclaim things. And with the people who are critical and claim and acclaim them. Right, right. right. So uh, anyway, some of the uh, quotes are these funky Friday night anthems turn an evening of praise into the weekend's greatest dance party. That was from iTunes. Um, Power consistently points upward with a hand steadied by the peace of God and a heart overwhelming with love and grace. That was today's Christian entertainment. Great beats, lyrics on Thea rhymes to keep you moving. A fan on iTunes. Um, on Fia? Fia. Fire? On Fia. Fia! Yeah. Fia. Fia. <laughs> um, power plays like a modern, funky, joyful, and up-tempo playlist of praise that's just right for the last month of summer, Jesus Freak Hideout. So a that's lot of awesome. others um, on here. CCM Magazine, uh, Christian Beat, a bunch of different places. So a lot of great comments about it. Of course, Power, the lead single, has been on the radio for a while. There are... 15 other songs on the album as well. 16 wow, total tracks. that's a solid album. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to listening to every one of these. Of course, Wake Me Up, Amnesia, that was already a single that's been out as well. So hopefully there'll be a lot of great, great songs on here. Uh, there's pretty much a guest artist on every song. So That's um, awesome. That's great. Almost every song. So, uh, of course, I love Group One Crew in the past. Hopefully this album will live up to the hype. This is the Morning Man. Sounds like show. it will. This is the Morning Mayhem Show on Elevate FM. And if you've ever been to Los Alamos, New Mexico, you know there's quite a bit of wildlife there, including bears. And um, bears typically Mm. tend to like garbage. So usually when you go to places where there's bears, you know, they have special garbage cans that, that, you know, like lock shut to keep the bears out of them. Because it's really bad for bears to get into human garbage. They become more aggressive. They want to get into human homes. Well, we read, yes, and we had that story earlier this week where the guy woke up in the middle of the night to a bear in his house. Right, yeah, and it wasn't Yogi or Boo Boo. No. It was Mama and she was mad. Yeah, yes. so, you know, here in New Mexico, um, you know, they, they, like, they all know they're very careful about their garbage and everything, but what you don't think about is the garbage truck. And so this... Oh. Guy, uh, this guy was driving. The driver was driving up the truck, and he was picking up right. a dumpster, and he heard a squeal. As you know, like those trucks, they pick up the dumpster. It comes over the top of the truck, and he yeah, heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He heard this weird squeal coming from the top of the truck. 
So he okay. jumped out and he realized that there was a bear riding on the top of his truck. What? On yeah. the top of his truck? Yeah, so he doesn't know if it was maybe in the dumpster and he dumped it into no the truck. Way. Or, or, or somehow otherwise. That's the best, you know, theory. They don't really know how the bear got out there. So, you know, he's like trying to figure out what to do. And um, so he decided he would slowly wow. drive the vehicle to this uh, nearby site where there happens to be a, a firefighter uh, helicopter nearby there. I don't know why what he thought the helicopter would help. But he drives yeah. five miles with his bear on top of oh his dump truck. Oh, my goodness. He with gets a there. bear on top of his dump truck. Yes. He gets there, and somebody snapped some pictures of the bear there. And um, then they decided, hey, why don't you back the truck up against a tree so that the bear has a way to get away? And so oh, they backed, yeah, there you go. They backed it up against a tree, and after a while, about an hour or two, the bear finally clambered up the tree, and they pulled the truck away, and then after a while, the bear finally climbed down the tree and scampered away. Wow, that is so crazy, man. I can't imagine the bear was car surfing. It totally was. And so there's this photo, and we'll put it up on Facebook, of this bear oh, just hanging goodness. out on top of this dump truck. And it's a big brown bear. Like, a, like this is oh, like a 1,000-pound wow. bear. It's not good a little bear. heavens. That is so crazy. Yeah. Like, it's a good thing it was on top of the dump truck, not in the dump truck with the guy. I'll just say that. Dude, that guy is so lucky. I don't know how that bear got in there, but he's so lucky he didn't get hurt. I mean, oh. the person, the, the trash man... Oh, I know. I know. Well, that bear was trapped, you know, 12, 15 feet in the air. I'm not, I don't think, bears can do a lot of things. I don't think they jump off of high places. I don't think they leap. Goodness, If it was man, a cougar or something, it'd be, it'd be different. But, yeah. So <laughs> that's your bear story of the day. This is Morning Mayhem. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your daily dose of scripture here for the day. And it comes out of Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So we know from research that there are people who listen to Christian radio who are not Christians, and maybe that's who I'm talking to right now. Maybe you just turned on the station, you're trying to figure out what it is. Maybe you just like the positive messages and that you don't like hearing the negative messages on you know, other radio stations. Whatever the reason, um, we want you to know that our hope is in Christ. We believe that Jesus was the Son of God. This man who lived 2,000 years ago came to earth. He was actually the Son of God, born as a baby, grown to be a man, and that he taught the way to live to get closer to God. And then he died to forgive us of our sins, to take our sins, to take our shortfallings, our mistakes, all of our actions that God would say not to do that we've done anyway, to take them away, that we could be forgiven, that we could live with God for all of eternity in heaven. And if if you want that, if you, if you need to be forgiven, if you're like, man, I have done so much bad stuff, I've hurt people, I know I've hurt God, I need to be forgiven, I need forgiveness, you can do that confess Jesus is Lord. Say, Jesus, I give you lordship of my life. Well, just making him Lord literally means giving him control. Say, I make you Lord of my life. God, I give you control of my life. I don't want control of it anymore. I want you to take the driver's seat. I want Jesus Christ, your son, to take the driver's seat 
of my life. Believe that with your whole heart. And then just find a community of believers to walk with you. Get involved in a community of believers who can walk with you and help you live out that Jesus life. And you will be forgiven. You will be saved from your sins if you live out that Jesus life, if you confess and make him Lord. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. And if you are not the firstborn child and you're not the baby of the family, but you were more born smack dab in the middle, then this is for you. This is your day. Today really? is Middle Child Day. Whoa! Well, I can't say anything about that because I'm a youngest child, but middle child, this is your day. My my wife is a middle child, and I know she always um, bemoans the, the existence as a middle child. It's a <laughs> difficult life from what I understand. Well, I don't know. I'm, I am a middle child, but there were four, so I'm the second oldest, and I'm the oldest boy, which still does make a difference in our culture in some ways, so... You know, I don't know. I, I've got an older sister, but I've got two younger than me. I kind of like being the middle child. I think being the firstborn, there's a lot of expectations on you. Being the youngest, you're just a whiny tail baby. So, <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, being the middle child is not too bad. Thanks for that. Yeah, I think they say, though, don't they say typically that middle child get forget forgotten? Because, like, the first child is, like, super exciting. The second child is just kind of like, oh, yeah, another baby. And then all of a sudden you have the baby if you have three. And then so you have the oldest, which is super exciting, and the youngest who, like, gets all kinds of special treatment. And then the middle one just gets forgotten. That, that is, I think that is a real thing, but I'm unforgettable. So that's why that didn't happen to me. <laughs> So Yeah, for if, a lot of reasons. If you are a middle child, <laughs> celebrate today. Be happy for it. This is the Morning Mayhem Show. This is the Morning Mayhem, and we have your Olympic news. Brian, oh, yeah. dun, go ahead and play dun, our Olympic dun, news. Dun, there you go. Dun, 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 this is Olympic, Olympic, Olympic news, news, news. Live news. from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. <laughs> That would be that awesome. If we were wonderfully alive. terrible. <laughs> so, um, live so from Harlem, Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> we we talked um uh, i think it was a week or so ago right around the time the olympics was actually starting about five sports the um the u.s has never meddled in at all right which was like badminton handball uh trampoline which i didn't even know was a sport um table tennis and there was one other cornhole. like dancing gymnast yes right. we never have meddled in cornhole <laughs> really rough. Well, today I have for you, I have a list of five new sports Ooh. that are actually being added to the games for Tokyo 2020. Cornhole? So it, yeah, <laughs> Cornhole did not make the cut, Man. unfortunately. I've I know. been training I know. for it. The, the National Cornhole Association has been really working for that, just not made it happen yet. Maybe 2024. Um, but, you know, they add sports and take away sports on a fairly regular basis. So they have five new sports that are going to be coming in for 2020. Uh, the, the first is surfing, which... Okay. That, I thought that was do. kind of interesting. Yeah, well, there's a lot of places in our, our world that I it would be difficult to surf, but okay. Uh, karate is the next one, uh, which I guess that kind of well. makes sense. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is one confused me, and I don't know that I necessarily understand, but they said softball or baseball. 
And I thought baseball was an Olympic sport. Well, women's softball is in the Olympics, but okay, I don't know. But is, isn't baseball like this? So I'm reading an article, and it says this. It says karate, surfing, skateboarding, and sports climbing, which sports climbing, which is the other one, which I guess is kind of like rock climbing, yeah. um, have never been before included in the Olympics, although baseball and softball have both made appearances as recently as Beijing 2008. So I don't really know what that means, like if they were considering it, like if it wasn't really a sport. I don't know. But we have five new sports, and Brian, um, you know, you've got a few years to start working on, you know, your karate or your surfing or whatever it might be. You got four years, man. Make it happen. I'm, I'm there. I'm gonna I'm actually going to do karate <laughs> surfing, where as you surf awesome. you gotta go by the other surfer and karate yes. chopper legs yes. with them. Yeah. And, yes. Yeah. It's very similar. I've been training for full combat contact lawn darts you know yes, yes. That one's that's rough. dangerous in fact deadly really dangerous, yeah. <laughs> cornhole though well, so this is, cornhole. yes this is your olympic update here on the morning mayhem if you are a tech follower you're really into you know internet stuff uh you probably have heard of bitcoin um, Bitcoin is yes. a digital currency uh, that kind of popped up out of nowhere. Nobody was really sure who invented it or where it came from for a long time, um, but it kind of popped up out of nowhere and it has traded online and it's really upset, you know, a lot of government agencies because it's very difficult to trace. Uh, you know, it's, it's really hard to trace the movement of money right. with Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin is because and of that. I, I mean, I don't know for sure, but Bitcoin seems like... Like it's kind of like if you're using bitcoins, it feels like it's for probably for something a little shady. Yeah, and that's part of the problem is that you know some proponents of it say it's great, it's a digital currency, it transcends all nations. It's all other people say it's terrible. It's the main currency used in illegal transactions online. It's you know terrible mm-hmm. for um, all kinds of, of schemes and ripoffs. Um, it's the currency of choice for most of the uh, ransomware hackers. They'll hack into your computer and hold your files for ransom. Well, recently, the Hong Kong-based Bitcoin exchange suspended all transactions after hackers were able to hack in and steal over $63 million in currency. Wow. Yeah. So this isn't like your traditional bank heist where they actually have to get into a vault. It literally only exists on a computer. That's crazy. Crazy and sixty-three million dollars. That's crazy. Yep. yep. So you know, there's so been have a they lot caught of... them? Like, did they have they hunted them down yet? Uh, no. So far, no leads or anything that they're talking about. Uh, the value of Bitcoin has dropped about thirteen percent since this happened. Um, you know, most people think this will not be the end of Bitcoin. It'll it'll take a lot more than this to actually kill it. But it is a very controversial currency and um this does not help absolutely does not help no not at all not at all so we'll see what the future for bitcoin holds this is your tech news on elevate fm Christian artist Natalie Grant has come out with another book. We've talked before that she has uh, released several titles, two already in her Glimmer Girl series, London Art Chase and A Dolphin Wish. And now the third book is out, Miracle in Music City. 
It's the third of the four-book series. The fourth book is yet to be released. The title follows Mia, Maddie, and Lulu, three adventurous, smart, and unique sisters on an amazing family adventure around the globe. This is part of the (laughs) Zonder Kids Faith Girls line. Now, I just got to say, I probably, Rob and I would probably not be the target audience for this book. (laughs) I think that's a pretty safe statement. Natalie wrote these for her young girls, and of course, they've uh, taken off and published. Um, The Faith Girls series is really good. If you have young girls who who enjoy reading, you know, this is probably a great place for them to, uh, to start. Yeah, that's excellent. You know, we were always so super supportive of all of these artists who do things, especially for kids and to reach out to them and provide them like positive books and stuff like that to be able to read. You know, I know Jamie Grace does a lot of that kind of stuff as well. And and uh, we're just we're huge supporters of that. So well done, Natalie. That's very exciting. The book is available in softcover retailers for $8.99 and uh, online as well. The fourth book in the series, Light Up New York, will be released in the winter of 2017. That's your CCM News. This is the Morning Mayhem Show.